everybody, it is Vanessa. After a long hiatus, I have decided to keep plugging away at this podcast and open it up once again. Um, thank you to everyone who reached out and said, why aren't you doing your podcast, Vanessa? <laughs> what happened to your podcast, Vanessa? Um, all of your voices really helped me convince myself to get mine back on this here recorder, talk a little bit about what it's like now. I feel like our present moments are all kind of blending into each other and it feels just like one long permanent midnight since March in some ways, but each little portion of time is also its whole own life cycle. Um, And it's funny to me, I was thinking about people describing periods of their lives, big tumultuous times in history, living through them as being dizzying. And that tie-in is not lost on me. Um, Also, the analogy of being like underwater comes up a lot when there's just too much to keep track of. And this conveyor belt of hard shit just seems to keep rolling faster and faster. Things we could not have predicted, would not have predicted, or could have predicted and should have predicted just popping off everywhere um the the rain of fire and brimstone and literal ashes in the sky out here in california has been uh the latest the latest cherry on this shit cake of 2020 and um there's a new one i just found out yesterday out in Northern California, Napa, where my grandmother lives. Um, She's okay so far, not in an evacuation zone. Um, But we almost almost lost her at the end of July, beginning of August. Um, At that time, I was also uh, in the process of deciding to leave my job and deciding to go back into giving acupuncture. Um, and so, (laughs) it has been figuratively dizzying, and for me, also literally dizzying, and a friend of mine said once, the body is so literal, shout out to Vignette Ching, hi, uh, she said, the body is so literal, and I remember thinking, is it really? I don't know. (laughs) But she was right. It is very literal. Um... And I wonder, you know, this language that we have for how things affect us. I mean, are we just describing how we feel? Is it just that our language is literal? Probably, maybe. Um, But the emotional root and the stress and anxiety root of my vertigo makes itself clearer and clearer every day. And I just wonder um, how many people that have this situation going on have identified it and have made the connection between the very real stress, anxiety, sadness, overwhelm uh, emotionally 
and the onset of this thing. I notice if I feel anything too strongly, it's just bam, it's there. And a friend of mine reached out to talk about her experience with that and to just kind of concur. And she also sent me an awesome article on some treatments that NASA has been doing for certain types of vertigo. <clears throat> and it sounded fascinating. It sounded too like there was like a little recipe, like they work with eye movement to get people's eyes to kind of stop, I think maybe to stop shaking or moving um, and stabilize as a way of getting the dizziness to stop. It's like an immediate response to acute vertigo spells for astronauts. <laughs> Uh, it's too much, but I, I'm not going to pretend like I understood the article. I just, I perused it and I thought it was weird that looking at a computer screen would help vertigo when staring at a screen for too long is one of the triggers for me, but who am I to say? I'm sure NASA did a beautiful job. I don't know. So, um, so she sent me this article and she talked a little bit about her own vertigo and her name is Anne. And I'm making her be on this podcast soon. Um, I've also been doing a little bit of reading about the vagus nerve and polyvagal therapies um, and responses. And that stuff is cool and strange. Um, and we should definitely crack into that with Anne. So I'm once again baiting the hook. And this time I promise uh, <laughs> I won't take so long to deliver okay so thank you thank you um again people who have listened people who want to keep listening um thank you Anne. thank you vignette thank you tara i love shout outs i think shout outs are one of the things i miss the most about the radio just fm radio being so popular i've been missing and having a lot of nostalgia for all things 90s and 2000s and i have been on a streak of 2000s movies. I watched the Charlie's Angels franchise <laughs> from 2000 and 2003, I think, the second one was in. Ridiculous. So, so easy. Just went down like nothing. Bill Murray as Bosley was such a highlight that I'd forgotten. And what else? What else have I been doing? Oh yes, leaving my job of almost five years. You know, there's something about leaving a long-term job, especially like a really cushy benefited job, um, that makes you part of a system. And it was a government job, so that's even more kind of like this big engine that you're part of. It makes you feel like you're kind of falling off a cliff or like you're the sheep that gets like left behind. <laughs> You've separated from the pack and you're very vulnerable. And that is how I'm feeling. It was a great thing to do. I needed to do it. It was time. Um, I feel lighter in a lot of ways, but sometimes I feel too light, like I'm just floating away. And, uh, yeah, that's a little dizzying, huh? What else can I say? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't claim pure spinster status because um, I'm in a relationship now 
so that's pretty cool. Um, a transition definitely worth talking about. So I'll do that later. And yeah, doing acupuncture again is beautiful. I love it. It's it's one of my favorite ways to interact with other people and learn about them is to just sit in a treatment room with like the salt lamp on (laughs) and some nice spa music in the background and everything's just kind of warm and glowing and slower than it is outside of the clinic so uh, I've been really enjoying that I love it I love it so much I wish that there was a way to do things like acupuncture or I don't know anything shamanic or healing or loving with people and you could be part of a protective system <laughs> like I was at my government job that that took care of you that gave you benefits that give you a regular paycheck with paid time off um, it's wild to me that it's such a precarious choice to do the thing that you love the most that actually helps people um it's too bad but who knows who knows what kind of systems coming next because the one we live in is obviously breaking down and we have so many choices to make about how we want to live and what we want to see coming next and I just hope that you know everyday working class people get to have a vote, get to have a say in what comes next. And I think that's a whole other conversation for a whole other podcast, really. Um, So I'll leave it to those podcasters (laughs) to take it on. But I'm here, I'm trying, and I am slightly less dizzy now that my livelihood is more in alignment with my soul (laughs) so that's really good and it feels nice to love somebody that helps and um yeah when I come back it'll be with Anne and she's gonna tell me about the weird NASA stuff and I'm gonna talk about polyvagal stuff and um and that'll be fun we'll make it fun Okay, 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 until then.